How we doing, Brimley's? Jimmy. Patrick, good to be back in the basement. Kate. I, I don't know if everyone can hear us. The machine might be a little weak. Jim just plugged his car in. That's not true. To our podcast machine, <laughs> which is also a hybrid, Jim. I went out and I switched, you know, you inspired me last week. I swapped out. So I had the podcast machine out this morning, getting uh-huh. the solar, getting the- getting powered up. You put the panels on it. We can only record in four minute increments. <laughs> we'll so be right back. We're going to have to take a break in a minute and then we'll power it up again. Just listen to the silence for a little bit. But good to see the car here. The yeah. extension cord all the way to, to Naperville because <laughs> you forgot true. to charge it. I forgot to unplug it. So I've just been carrying things with me along the way. I love the, uh, do you like the new hemp microphones I got? As I well? do like the new, <laughs> we are going uh, all green here on the podcast. Very responsible purchase. Actually, my dad sent me a text message and was uh, very proud of you, Jim. Aww. And that you were, uh, you know, being responsible. Thank you. It's really because I, I, I don't, I don't trust myself to have gas money. You know what I mean? I want to make sure I, uh, I limit my liability as much as possible, but thank you very much. I heard a lot of comments about the, the new hybrid and how I'm definitely going to uh, forget to plug it in. A brand new car. <laughs> That's not true. Well, good to see you rolling up here and um, I'm going to have to take it for a test drive. Yeah. Yeah. Here we are bright and early Monday morning. Yeah, man. Here we go. April 4th. It's April. Spring is springing. Yeah. It's good to be uh, hopefully Towards spring, opening day. There you go. Coming up real quick. A time of new beginnings, Jim. Ah, I love that about it. Did you watch the Grammys last I night? I did not. I've seen a couple of the highlights. I'm uh, I'm learning. I, I, I'm not as in touch with the youth as I thought. I, I don't know a lot of the people who were nominated. <laughs> I love it. You're not as in touch with the youth. <laughs> like, I at least thought I had heard of most of the people Well, Jim, nominated. I, I am always touching the youth. <laughs> well, that's I'm a youth toucher. Either. That's not good either. Um, no, the Grammys, I haven't watched it for so long and I didn't even watch it last night. Really. Yeah. I was just kind of flipping through. Uh-huh. I did see, um, song of the year, Okay, which I rocked this morning. Oh, Throw yeah. that on the playlist. What's that? Leave the door open. Ooh, Have you heard that one? It's a little silky smooth jam. I'm going to leave the door. It's about my uh, kids when they get out of the car <laughs> and they run onto the next thing. They're just like, I'm just, Hey, you wouldn't believe how often they leave the door open. Oh, I would. I would. I said that this morning. Is this this is about when I put you guys to bed, and I'm I'll leave the door open, or else you're gonna cry that you're scared. <laughs> leave the door open, and then I'm gonna close it on the seatbelt. That's what you got to do. Bust the sensor. That's what you have to do. So, dude, do you know who sings that song? Leave the door open. Ah, uh, Silk Sonic is the name I'm seeing here, but I don't really know anything about Silk Sonic. But the the song's familiar. come on. I'm going to tell you about modern music. Yeah, you are. Is this hip hop? We have gone back. I don't think so. I think it's a little R&B, right? But I like the, I like the vibe. What does R&B stand for again? Rhythm and blues. Raspberries and bananas. Raspberries and berets. Uh, Rhythm and blues. Roses and berets. Who do you think of when you think R&B? I think, uh, I think a lot of Mary J. Blige. Yeah. I think of the Isley Brothers. I like me some Isley Brothers. Do you? I do. Go ahead. Belt Uh, a note. uh, I'm not really good at it. Uh, Luther Vandross, Luther Vandross. Yeah. Marvin Gaye. I don't know either. Or, uh, uh, I think who's the other one I really like the other, the Neville brothers, Aaron Neville's got some, that's a dude who, uh, that voice is, that's not a brother, Jim. That's a mole. What? It's just, that's not (laughs) his twin. No, I thought they were conjoined twins. No, it's Aaron. That's a growth. Well then forget it. (laughs) Well then never mind. I thought it was a family act. What was the one Aaron Neville song he sang for like a American tale, right? It was like a Disney song. Is that what it was? Wasn't it? I know he did a, and uh, dude, I remember like it was soft and like, yeah, 
heartfelt and beautiful. Yeah. And then you turn it on and he was huge (laughs) and like had ripped through his biceps. It's like a ripped jean vest, like the incredible Hulk. Like he tore off his outfit in a rage and then started singing. What was the song? I think it was, was uh, I'm looking here. Not that one, but it um, was, uh, I think he, how about the one? Look at his face. What is that? Or look at don't know much by Linda Ronstadt and Aaron Neville is his biggest hit. I don't know much. That's a great, and just that voice, but I know I love you. It's just <laughs> such a weird, I love it. Uh, and then I don't know what else he did all my life. That was a go-to, like anytime we got something wrong. I don't know much. <laughs> you, that's not right. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know much, <laughs> but I know this thing on my face. That's it's not, not nice. my brother. We have to be nicer, Jim. I guess we should. But yeah, the denim, uh, the denim duo, the Neville brothers. Yeah, R and B. So this is a R and B power duo. Ooh, two very successful. I can't believe you don't know this. I don't know dude, this. I'm very proud to know this. Now. Okay, uh, it's Bruno Mars. Ah, San Martino Eminem. <laughs> yeah, and how can I do the um, Hans Christian or the uh, Lonnie? Lonnie Shakur, Lonnie two, <laughs> Lonnie two. That's great. Lonnie two, Anderson Pock. Anderson Pock. That's man. great. Who pops up everywhere? This guy, his career is insane. It's unbelievable. Check I- out Anderson Pock, people. You got to look him up. That's P double A. Okay. I think there's like a period in there. It's all lowercase. Very important. I think it's a handle. I don't know. I mean, it's it's interesting. Now I got to see Anderson Pock. Uh, with uh, Thundercat and uh, No Name. And, Lionel? Uh, no. Um, with uh, Lionel, that'd be great. Uh, at Northerly Island here in Chicago, right before the pandemic. I went with some buds to see them, and it was incredible. Really? Yeah. Anderson, like just did stuff. You fly we, in there? We did. Megsfield? <laughs> we probably should have. Just parachute out over the. I've never been to that Northerly Island. First time nice. there. Awesome venue, full outdoor. My buddies are like, we're going to get the bleachers, sit in VIP. And it's like, ah, we're so far away. Yeah. But then you see everyone up close and they're standing and really annoyed by the end of the five hours. And like, I'm really happy we're in the VIP bleachers. Is this the one you away. kayak to? We did not okay. kayak no. to a concert. That's not. I thought you did. I've never kayaked to a concert. I know you only transport I, in friendly ways now. I do. I do. Jim I like only to gets about. The environment. Think about that, dude. Mm-hmm. The bike. Yeah. The kayak. Unbelievable. The hybrid. Yeah. Look at me. The hiking. All of the. Look at me trying to become more environmental. And then the winter happened, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to stay inside for three months. I'm not going anywhere. Well, that's why you weren't watching the Grammys last night. You had to become it. an outdoorsman. That's that time again. Now I'm educating you on on modern music. Yeah, that's a nice. What do they call themselves? Have you heard of Olivia Rodrigo? I do. She sang uh, the driver's license song. Is that right? Did she? I'm pretty sure she did. Do you not know that? <laughs> I mean, wasn't that her big hit? The driver's license song. It was about like I got my driver's license and now I drive past your house all the time. I think it was. Uh, <laughs> isn't that what it was? I love it. Is that not a was thing? Was it a um, like encouraging people to get their license? I don't think it, it sounds was. like a uh, like a public service right. announcement. I, it was a commercial. She did no. I think uh, she sang the "Don't Do Drugs" song. She did. I she love did. the responsible message. <laughs> Her and Smokey did a duet about the importance of forest fires and how only you can stop them. They get a hoot. <laughs> uh, yeah, she was nominated for a driver's license and uh, uh, garnered a nod for Song of the Year, which is a nice way to say it was nominated. 
Oh, no kidding. All right. Yeah. Well, they she was uh, given some big award last night, I think, for new artist. I wouldn't doubt that at all. I heard she dropped one of her Grammys backstage. And, Is that how uh, many she won? She's just so many, just walking just, out of there with like arms full of them. I <laughs> can't hold all these statues. Excuse me, Olivia. <laughs> Olivia, I think you dropped. Did you drop this Grammy? Who cares? I have so many more. Do you remember when the Grammys were? I mean, the first time I really remember has got to be the Michael Jackson thriller year when yeah. he just, it, he just kept going up there. Yeah. And he had the sunglasses on. I remember one point he took them off and he was like, Oh my God, he took them off. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Quincy Jones was up there with him a lot. That's um, right. I think he produced that album or, but dude, that was, that's kind of when I remember. And then I, at some point I never really, I just stopped watching. Yeah. Them. I'm not um, an award show guy at this point, but early on, I mean, I think it's being young and not having anything else to do. Right. Yeah. Or being older and staying home and looking for something to watch on TV. But it is one of the big ones. Yeah, for sure. And a lot of people do. It's like, a, it, I never really realized it's really a concert. Yeah. They come out and a lot of collaborative stuff. I saw some like Bieber last night was um, doing a song that he must've been nominated for. So it, it's, you know, when I went to the VMAs, it's, it has that vibe. Sure. So it's a fun show. I can only imagine. More fun if you know the songs, but you know probably more than you think you do. Oh, You're like, sure. oh, I've heard that. Oh, that's who sings it. Kind of gives you a new way to, to look at the song. Uh, Trevor Noah was hosting. Uh, no one got slapped, that's good unfortunately. To know. That's good to know. I turned it on to see someone. I was like, hey, when is someone going to beat the <laughs> shit out of this guy? Here he is making jokes. Someone get him. Someone kick his ass. Did that come up in the monologue right at the very beginning? Did I you would imagine. Oh, I didn't see the monologue. I wouldn't doubt it did, though. I haven't seen it either. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, he came out with the, in, a, in a helmet. <laughs> came out in a fencing costume. <laughs> Do you have like a uh, like a famous favorite Grammy moment? Uh, oh boy, like a favorite performance. It would have to be that just Michael with the glove on. Yeah, the one glove, and we were so captured by that. Yeah, so strange, right? Yeah, but, but <laughs> I get it. Such a weird, yeah, such a fascination with that guy. Well, my mom was always pissed off when I only had one glove. <laughs> what do you mean you only have one glove? Where's the other one? Big family, Gary, Indiana. <laughs> the man took what he could. You know what I mean? You give me one glove, I'm gonna make a career out of it. That that is making the most of what you're what you're given. I tried to follow that path. Ended up with frostbite <laughs> on one hand. Well, you should stay indoors. Follow my lead there. I would go with the uh, Elton John Eminem duet. I think that is that was a Grammy moment, was it not? I don't know. The, Jim, it's your most favorite moment. I'm, you tell I'm, me. I'm almost 100% <laughs> certain that is a Grammy moment. Elton John and Eminem? Yeah. I don't even remember this. When uh, when there was all this outrage. Did someone die? Was it about the England's Rose? No. Was it about <laughs> Goodbye, Canada? Detroit's Rose. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it, was, uh, it was like right after there was all this Eminem controversy saying he was anti-gay and everything. And it was, uh, they did the song Stan. They did uh, Eminem and Dido's famous hit, and uh, I feel like why didn't they have Dido? Well, I don't know because she's not Elton John. Wow! And uh, I, Sir Elton John, Sir to you. Elton, that's right. He's he was, the Rocket Man. Has, God he damn it. The, has his season of The Crown come on yet? <laughs> um, so I think it was. Uh, I feel like Eminem came out and started the song, and then like they just lifted up a you know like a cover, and Elton John sitting there at a piano playing like uh, the the chorus to Stan. I feel like it was very theatrical, if I recall correctly, how they brought him into it. But it was uh, it was just a cool moment. And also for like a rap artist to get that big of a stage with Sir Elton John. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Very, uh, a lot of glitter, I'm sure. A lot of... Uh, very much. And Elton John had a fair amount down as well. Eminem, great performer. <laughs> and loves glitter. I would like to uh, pull that one up, Jim. It was very I good. I that, what year is that? 
I would guess, uh, I would guess 2002 ish. Okay. I'm going to, I'm a total guess there. What would you say? Would you, would you take an over under on that? Would you think it was before or after that time? Hot one. Stan, maybe earlier 99, 2000. Yeah. I remember the, um, I wasn't really into it then. I faded on the, on the Grammys pretty early. I get that. I mean, I'm in the music, but not like, you know, I was thinking the other day actually, cause I, I pulled up some, uh, dude, Duran Duran. Ooh. Do you ever listen to Duran Duran? Like I pulled them up. Some of the stuff feels like it could come out today. Yeah. Like some of that, that in excess Duran Duran, like some of that stuff yeah. holds up, I think really well. And I was thinking like, those are bands that I got into because my sister, my sister, Beth, my yeah. oldest sister, I was like, that's a thing that could be like a social media. That's like a little, that's a topic of conversation. Bands that your older siblings got you into ah, that you still listen to. That's all of my music. Yeah. It was everything as a kid. Like my brother got really into hip hop and I was probably five, you know, when he was listening to Beastie Boys and the Fat Boys and Run DMC. And I was like, I love this. And then he went on and was like, now I like, you know, Depeche Mode and Duran Duran. And I was like, no, thanks. I'm just going to stay right here forever. <laughs> and then he went on to like others. I'm like, nope, I'm still right here in this lane. Hip hop only. Yeah, but I mean, so much of that it comes from older people. You think they're cool? They know what's going on, you know? Oh yeah, I remember my sister years? playing like you know. Remember the the uh, the ghetto blaster? You'd have the uh, yeah the boombox. I love it. And she had you know put that on and it would dominate the house for sure. Throw that on. She had like posters of well, you two would be there in that mix too. Yeah. Um, Phil Collins. Ah, no jacket required. Yeah, I don't know if she had a poster of that, but definitely Duran Duran, In Excess. You know what I, what I never really got totally into would be R.E.M. Okay. But um, they were one that like anytime they came on, it was like, ugh, was it VH1 time? Like I always <laughs> felt like, like we were leaving my cool MTV area and going to the other side, you know? But now older, I enjoy a lot more of their music. Yeah, and people really respect them. Like they love Michael Stipe, I guess, is... Really respect it. Andy Kaufman in a wrestling match. Yeah, 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 yeah. How do you not love that? So yeah, that was um, that was last night and uh, the night before. Jim, we had the the final four. Coach K oh. didn't. Do, do you see they went right in from Coach K to uh, Impractical Jokers? No, we did not. <laughs> Brimley effect, right? Unbelievable. I'm with you again. We are this on one, the pulse. I'm with you again. That's total Brimley effect right there. They're like, there it is, Coach K's final game. <laughs> Stay tuned for an all new Impractical. I thought it was. I thought I was being. <laughs> Like what? Sal they, and Gail King hanging out all of a sudden. You're like, I, what the hell's going on? I pulled up the guide. I didn't even realize that they're on CBS. That is, I think that's what those stations do though, right? When they own like all these other channels, uh, they, you know, they pull one of them over to like, after the big events, that's easy to watch. Yeah. Like I remember MTV and uh, CBS did that with the state after the Super Bowl. Do you remember the old, it was my old favorite show with like Michael Ian Black, like the old sketch comedy, the state. Sure. And then, uh, See, like that was after owned, like kids in the hall. Yeah. Yeah. They owned uh Viacom owned like MTV where they were playing. And then after the Super Bowl one year, I think it was a Super Bowl. They were like, stay tuned for the state. And it sucked. And no, cause like it's the CBS audience. They're used to, everybody loves Raymond, you know, and you get like this hip cutting edge comedy and they just shelved it. Never put it up. They're like, this can't go to CBS. And they never did it again. They were too cool for CBS. That is true. Possibly. All right. So, um, did you watch the games? I did. Tough loss for uh, for Duke and, and Coach K. I mean, what a, after everything you've done to lose to North Carolina to go out, did you think about that? Like, the right away, the internet's like, he's coming back next year. 
You can't you can't <laughs> end on a loss to your biggest rival. I yeah, that's a bummer that it went down that way. I I was like not even kind of looking at it that way. I mean, yeah, you do. It was such an unbelievable storybook story. And then that happens. But what an incredible run. Congrats to Coach K. Congrats to that team rallying around him. Wish the first game was a little bit uh, a little bit better. But yeah. these are like the, the powerhouse teams. Absolutely. Kansas, Carolina, Duke. That's and it. the Villanova recently. They've been so it was a good final four. Absolutely. So a lot of fun to watch. I'm sure the championship is decided by the time you guys are hearing this. Congrats to whoever won. Congrats to the South Carolina women's team. I watched the uh, I watched that game last night. We had it on the green room. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, they did. They wipe them out. They did. They beat up on uh, on Gino Oriema's UConn team pretty bad. His first. I mean, you want to talk about? He was eleven and zero in the championship game. Oh, were they? Was he really? Yeah. Yeah, he's been around forever. Absolutely. There was a thing on um, trending on Twitter. I think that there was a simulcast like Sue Bird and maybe um, who's the um, D- Diane Diane Tarasi? Yeah, Tarasi. Yeah, they were. Doing like a telecast uh-huh. about the game and they're talking about the Gamecocks. Okay. And do you remember that? I mean, guys, yeah. when we were in the early nineties, they had those game new, what was they new era? Yeah, the new era. Or, and yeah. they would have like the team name and yeah. everyone had Cox. Just Cox right and across the front. it was like University of South Carolina. Right, right. right. <laughs> so everyone loves it. They're the Gamecocks yeah. and they say Cox. <laughs> it's like their way to, their excuse to say it. Absolutely. Which runs deeper in sports than you oh. realize. You had no clue. There's some uh, some some doozies out there. And South Carolina's like, yeah, we'll sell all that extra merchandise. But these girls were talking. Uh-huh. And uh, they're like, this is, uh, they said it's a game of inches. No one knows that more than the cocks. <laughs> and they, it was almost <laughs> like planted. Uh-huh. It was like a bit. But you can see they're kind of laughing as they said it. <laughs> but they got it in there that's on ESPN. Beautiful. And then people started sharing it online. Oh, that's beautiful. I love it. Yeah, those hats, those and uh, Oregon State got a big bump back then. Do you remember their mascot? The Beavers? The Beavers. Everyone had uh, South Carolina and Oregon State hats for a few years there. And you could tell who got them. Everyone whose like, parents weren't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, went it was so always well. the kids like, oh, yeah your, yeah, your parents don't give a shit. What it you goes do? well with your Big Johnson t-shirt. Way to go. Exactly. Got all of it together. Meanwhile, yeah. I'll be walking out of the house. Where, where do you think you're going? <laughs> what does that say? Yeah. Since when do you like South Carolina? <laughs> Where is that school? I don't know. I don't know. Because at that time, yeah, they weren't good at anything. No, no, not at all. It was just for that reason. Oregon State, same thing. They weren't like a big program by any means. It was just beavers and cocks. Right. Just to have it on your hat. Show your loyalty. So yeah, anyway, those hats are coming back, dude. I see them now. Everything comes back. I've seen the those mascot hats. You'll have them soon. I'm going to get you one. I can't wait. I can't the, wait. Uh, to celebrate. I want the St. Peter ones. I just want the one that says Don's. Oh, yeah. That's right. Get that for some uh, someone named Don. Absolutely. Uh, where you been, bud? Uh, busy week. Big week. Thanks to everyone who came out to shows. I started the week at Helium in St. Louis, a fantastic club. Uh, we've uh, I've had a chance to open for you there. Uh, our buddy Dan is the GM there now. It was great to see him. A lot of fun. Uh, I, I was in, in Dan Chicago, Carlson down in St. Louis. Unbelievable. Uh, great to see my friend Dan back in, in comedy. Great to hang out with him. It was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, oh, he had a, uh, they're moving, right? So they had an estate sale and I grabbed, uh, I grabbed a couple of books. I stopped by the, their, their place and grabbed a couple of things. And, uh, I bought the, uh, Richard Daly biography by Mike Royko. Oof, boss. Uh, that boss. Yeah. That's I was a good like, one, this dude. is a Pat McGann pick. 
And I was like all gung ho. I'm like, I, I should read this. Pat would really approve of this. dude. And I, then I started reading it like two pages in. I was like, all right, what, what did I do that for? I can't read a book. Really? I don't like read. Like I'll list. I needed to get the audio book. That's a good one though. It's a real good one. I remember going to the University of Dayton, my political science class, and they that was the assigned reading. Really? It's like, I get, this is great. Yeah. I'm actually going to do this one. <laughs> it's the most Pat McGann. It's like, I only know that guy's name because of you. I Mike wouldn't Royko? know who Mike Royko was, you know? Oh man, great writer and uh, funny. And Yeah? Yeah, that's a good one. You, so, you, you'll like it. Interested in picking that up. Anyway, uh, came back I to the I will city. expect a diorama next week. <laughs> we'll have a good diorama. Let's do a book club. Let's Everyone read Boss. Everyone read Boss. We'll, we, and as a couple people who follow up on everything we say, this should be pretty easy. Someone's going to be like, I read <laughs> the whole damn book. Bruce Springsteen autobiography. Still can't find this playlist. I uh, came back to Chicago, was at the Lincoln Lodge, and then I uh, was out in Peru, Illinois, did the Super Bowl. Peru, then, yes. Hey, everyone always talks about LaSalle, Peru. Peru doesn't get their, their due on their own. You know what I mean? They're always associates. It's like Bloomington Normal. You, you never get one without the other. Do they have a uh, any restaurants there? Machu Picchu? Oh, that'd be nice. Any Peruvian? Most of their restaurants are named Hardee's. And, uh, and like White Castle, it's, uh, but, uh, Peruvian is a great word. It really is. It's one of the better ones. I like it a lot. And then, uh, closed the weekend up at the Milwaukee Improv out in Brookfield, Wisconsin. You were busy, the, dude. It was a really, really fun weekend. It was, uh, it was nice to get a lot lined up and just kind of, uh, do my favorite thing, man. Run all over the Midwest and just tell some jokes and, and, uh, have a really good time. So thank you, uh, everyone who showed up, uh, to the Milwaukee Improv. Awesome turnout. Sunday night. WrestleMania Sunday, people, Final Four, uh, Women's National Champion, people still coming out. Grammys. Grammys. Dude. Against all odds. Up against it. We had uh, just a ton of people out there. Beautiful new room. I'm sure you'll be out there soon. Amazing. I can't wait to get back and see the good people of Milwaukee. But thank you to all the new brims out there. That's great, man. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I heard the club's nice. Beautiful, man. It's one of those... uh, very, like our improv here is in Schaumburg and they call it the Chicago improv, right? So theirs is in Brookfield, which is, have you ever been to Brookfield? Yeah, that's where Giggles was. Beautiful little uh, suburb. And they just built this whole, it just like, like this, at the side of the road on the highway, they just built an entire mall there, it feels like, since the last time I drove by. Uh, they had, have you seen, did you see the sign of me they had? Yes, I did. Unbelievable. Did you see how giant this thing was? Monster. Like a 40 foot screen with my face on it. And then apparently people are like, yeah, there was also one on the highway that scared the shit out of me every time I drove down 94, just like this gigantic Jim Flanagan sign flashing at me. So uh, very, very cool. Thank you very much to the people of- uh, The of timing Brookfield. is great, Jim, because you're out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's big things happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are, it's making, you're official. I quit my job, Pat. You what? I quit my career in sales. What it's, career? It feels weird to say. Uh, I've spent 23 years in the hearing industry in sales and uh, I'm out. April 15th is my last day. Oh, wow, dude. Yeah. Right on tax yeah, day. Yeah. What a nice what a They don't little, have anything else going on. Ooh, you pretty just busy. Say, hey, here's some more on your plate. I think they're going to be fine. No, that's fantastic. I think they're going to be fine. Yeah, no, I'm excited. It's uh, It was a good run. Did you flip a desk? I did not. Did you, were you dramatic <laughs> about it? Dang, no. It's, uh, Take that, this job uh, and shove it. They're just like, they're just reopening the office today. So it would be it would be a great move for me to walk in after I've already quit just to do that part of it, start kicking shit over. And another. Other thing, you just start like clearing desks off, and you're like, "We just set this up today." <laughs> I've been waiting two years to tell you this. <laughs> About time you guys show up. No, man, I uh, starting I, to think I'm the only one that cares about this place. 
They're like, why were you in here? You're supposed to be out seeing customers. Now, I had a, a just an incredible run in the industry. Uh, my company, Phonak. Oh, here's Jim's great open letter Thank to the, you. the all the industry insiders I know tune in. We've got a podcast. A lot of people in my industry listen. That's very, no, it's very real. A lot of people listen. So thank Uh, you. I remember when I uh, left sales and packaging and I was telling my buddies that I was, I had written an open letter and I did. I wrote an open letter to the industry. Uh huh. Did you really? (laughs) Yes. What did you? (laughs) I didn't send it to, I I sent it to my buddies. Like fax it? Acted like. It was real. So it was to the packaging industry. (laughs) And I, you know, much like yourself here, 20, yeah, I was in it for, you know. 11 years. Sure. So I had to say goodbye. And yeah. Really show them how you pass the torch. On that's it. Oh, the, did you pass it to someone else? Well, we were dealing with a lot of flammable stuff. So sure. Sure. Maybe not the best analogy, <laughs> but I will, I will fully support this move. I, I love it. I, I will be a reference. I would love to be a reference. I think you need a reference when you quit. I, don't think that's I just works. go in with you. <laughs> And you know, follow me around right after you. Yeah, he does. I'm like, hey, thank you. It's been really good. It's just time for me to move on to something else. Uh, and then two minutes later, I come in. Hey, I'm Jim Reference. He's serious. <laughs> he is quitting. <laughs> and it hasn't even been that great. He's being nice. I really enjoy this. Shit is over. Don't listen to <laughs> Don't. It. Who's Walking that? up Just to people. I really enjoyed working with you. It's been very nice. You come up afterwards. He hates you. <laughs> I just want to just really drive home what Jim was saying. It's <laughs> over. And I know he's being nice, but come April 16th. Oh God. Forget about it. I him. hope I never have to go back. Cause they're going to play this. And it's just going to be. Dude, if you have to go back. I mean, I'd never want to go back. No, you're not going back. Uh, it's terrifying, man, but it's awesome. It's exciting. I was. Oh, uh, Jimmy's scared. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> We had uh, like our, our industry's annual convention was over the weekend, right? Which is why, why I went to St. Louis in the first place. And everyone's like, so do you have like a plan? You have like a big tour lined up? Oh, so you, like, you overshadowed the, the industry convention. You made this thing about you? I did. I gave the state of the industry. You're like, I'll quit, but I'm going to that. True. I got to go to that last weekend. And where was it at? Uh, St. Louis. At oh, the, that's where it was. Yeah. The that's where you were down there. Hall. Yeah, oh, yeah, great. Yeah. So, um, but people are like, do you have like a big tour lined up? And I was like, no, that would have been a great idea. <laughs> where were you two weeks ago before I would <laughs> be like, Hey, just kidding. I got to line up a tour first. So you must, you, you got a, a bit huge plan. You got no. all charted out plans. That sounds amazing. Where, who comes up with these plans? Just what I kept saying to people. I was just like, what? No. How much, do you have any battery left in your car? I had to get back to Chicago. I have a show tonight. Did you, did you take the hybrid down there? I did not. I'm going to start borrowing D cells. Doesn't from go that far. Boom box. If I need to though, if the, <laughs> what happened when, when we went to the Walkman's, nine- the D cell industry had to be like, well, shit, what are we going to do now? We made these giant batteries for boom boxes all these years. And now how many batteries did you need for that thing? You have to load it up with like six C's and D's. Yeah. You had to get like multiple varietals. You could play like half a tape. I know. And that would stop and the tape would just get caught in there. Whenever I saw people carrying that rate, like I never wanted to be doing that. That's yeah. You know, it's a lot of work. They were big. It's a lot of work. I no remember doing that around our neighborhood. No. Walk around with the big. No. That would be so great. That's how, how do you, how do the I just have my clock radio and I just carry my clock <laughs> radio around. <laughs> <laughs> Guys here, hang on. Wait, I'll tune it in right here. B96. Right there. There. Hang on. Let me get it. I can get it. No, hang on. Like, 
Uh, that's great. Well, congratulations. Yeah, thanks, man. Closing this chapter. Yeah, I'm stoked. Yeah, and this is... Um, how how do you quit these days? That's like, a, do you do an email? Do you have to write a letter? Do you you to- do still write like a letter of resignation. I told my boss first, and then uh, and then uh, he was like, uh, I, "I'm gonna need a letter." And I was like, "Okay, great, I'll write a letter." And then a couple of days later, he was like, "Have you written that letter yet?" And I was like, "No, I thought it's the last thing I do." And he's like, "I can't really, like, put in the notice until you, you know what I mean, to send me that." And I don't know if that's like protocol or just like to make sure that Jim doesn't change his mind. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't really know how that works, but they were very like, let's make sure he's serious about this. So, so you um, did it in crayon? I did. I wrote a very nice letter. Uh, I wrote my state of the industry. I just, I love this, like, have a video of you writing your letter, like <laughs> fisting, fisting the pen, your tongue sticking out, concentrating. <laughs> like the big paper with like the dotted line halfway between the lines. It's like, over. When you, when you first learned to write. <laughs> Dear sirs. Do you have to give reasons? No. It's not you. <laughs> Do you have to, like, how? what's the letter say? Uh, thank you for everything. Had a great experience. I'm moving on. I'm leaving the industry. Peace. Quitter. Please pay me for my vacation. Quitter, comma, Jim. Quitter, comma, Promo Jim. code. Promo, Promo code, code, quit. Jim. That's it. <laughs> That's it. So, yeah, so it was great. It, uh, it felt good to do that. And it's like a huge, like, weight lifted until you realize, like, oh, shit, now I got to start taking other things seriously. Right. So. It'll be fun. Looking and forward to have it. Have you started to, you don't ever really have an office there, right? <sighs> I don't. I, everything's in my home office. So I'm trying to, you, you know, do like return things. Yeah. You've got to like give them back their assets. And, uh, ooh, I hope they don't want the boxes because those have been destroyed. <laughs> There's going to be like, uh, yeah, it's going to be, uh, it, it's going to be interesting. Guys, here's, here's your stapler back. I actually didn't even use it. <laughs> Still in the <laughs> Jim, your computer has never been touched, correct? <laughs> I wanted to save it for you in case someone else wanted to use it. Just start bringing them. Here's your three-hole puncher. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to miss you guys. <laughs> Here's most of a business card. Oh, shit, I didn't empty it. Hang on. And just do drop all the confetti of holes on the floor. Like, Jim, we got it. Okay, good luck. But here they are. There, no, there's more. Let me just keep. That's, um, that's. Always like, you know, what's the next step? And, yeah. And, uh, you know, hearing you say you're terrified, you're going to be fine. Yeah. Dude. No, it's it'll be great. Fun. And it'll be fun. It's long time coming. Yeah. Um, congratulations. Thank you, sir. And, and I just want to like make fun of it more. I know. That's, that's okay. Where, where, Let's, where, do that. Let's do that. <laughs> Are they replacing you? I'm sure at some point. Yeah. You hope so. Right. You don't want them to think that like, no, we don't really need that position. I mean, yeah, they're replacing me. They're, they're working on bringing someone in. So, um, they, uh, but I mean, they're not going to have a problem. I don't know. Right now, every industry's hiring. I think that was part of the reason for the timing. It was like, well, if anything ever goes bad, it's never going to be a better time to look for another job. <laughs> Did you, um, offer any services like do a, Hey, do I just want to do a farewell show? Want to do, uh, <laughs> just do a few. Listen, roast me? I'm going to leave. And, uh, if you guys want me to do 20 on the way out, is there uh, going to be a party? No, I don't think so. Really? Yeah. I left the week before, like everyone's getting together for the first time in two years for a national sales meeting. And I left the week before that. So it didn't, uh, yeah. So, so it didn't, uh, mess with anything. Well, it sounds like it's over, but, um, you know, maybe leave the door open. I, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Super duo, uh, silk shirts. What are you called? Dear Silk Screening, dear boss, as Silk Sonic says, Silk Sonic, I will leave the door open. How about that hair? To potentially return, but for <laughs> now, the stage calls me. This is my passion. Why can't you understand that? 
I'm not like you. They were great. And everyone else. It sounds like you're always worried about people hearing, but do you hear me? Do you? 23 years later? We couldn't do this a week later. (laughs) I want to um, read the letter on the podcast. It's not like a big letter. (laughs) Is it just a formality? Yeah, I didn't like wax poetic about my time here. They should. I was a young lad of 18 when I began in your industry. Now I'm a grizzled old veteran. That's what I want to hear. This is the open letter. Is How did the industry change you? <laughs> when what? I was a kid starting out, we used to have trim pots on hearing aids that you'd turn to make them louder and softer. Now everything's digitized and I don't like it. If I were to tell someone breaking into breaking into biz right now, the Rolodex is more than, don't look at the Rolodex as index cards. <laughs> look at it as people and families. And alphabetized. Whatever happened to the good old days where you just put your hand behind your ear and say, huh, why can't we get back to that? (laughs) What a day. What a a moment for you. Uh, Congratulations again. And uh, dude. Yeah, homie. Time to move forward to the next chapter. For sure. So now I'm uh, I'm going to work at McDonald's. Going back to where I started. No. Well, uh, I'm looking forward to what's next. So I'm going to be much more annoying on social media, posting a lot more clips and reels, something uh, uh, that I've just kind of never felt comfortable doing with a career. Yeah, man. It's all going to go a lot faster now. I love it. you'll be more clear-minded and um, hopefully no longer business gym when I call. Sometimes when I call Jim during the day, you guys, (laughs) he's very like robotic and just kind of like, yeah, hey, I'm in that mode. You really are. I'm in that mode of like getting stuff done. And then sometimes you'll be business pat in return, which uh, is just like, it's last night. I think you threw one of those at me. Did you do that intentionally? Oh, of course. I'd love to connect and discuss was going (laughs) to, everything's intentional. I'd love to make sure that we link up on this and it's just very, it's like, oh boy, okay. I'm business gym again, apparently. Sometimes I have to rattle your cage, get your attention, speak your language. It works with me. So yeah, man, that is awesome news. Closing that chapter as this new one continues. Love it. All good stuff, dude. Before you know it, you'll be retired. You'll be living down on the peninsula where I was. Yeah, yeah. The old city, the oldest city. Is that what it is? The oldest? The oldest. Wow. So I was walking into all the places in St. Augustine. Is this the oldest yogurt shop? <laughs> this is the oldest Starbucks ever, huh? The first one. Is yep. it the oldest based on the city itself or the people who inhabit it? The, uh, the, that the fact that it was settled. Okay. The most. Interesting. Ongoing, continuous settlement, I think. Yeah. In North America. Okay. St. Augustine, Saint Florida. St. Augustine, Florida. Yeah, they thought the Fountain of Youth was there, I believe. Ah, okay. I, I believe they did. I don't oh, know. That's very cool. I didn't find a gym. I believe that. Look at my grays. That's not true. You're looking good, pal. Dude, my boys make fun of my gray hair. Do they like, really? I believe. I love it. Luke is I always on me it. about the gray hair. You were always like, you had a little bit of gray young, right? I told him, I said, dude, I got my first gray hair in second grade. Did you really? No, but oh, I was telling him that. Because awesome. I want him to be on do. the lookout now. <laughs> Talking crap to me. I want every day, I want him to wake up and run into the bathroom. These are your genetics. Are you gray yet? These are, you're getting this. I mean, of of all people, Luke, too. It's like, dude, did you get it? Do you see these pictures of me when I'm seven? I kind of look like you, right? This is where you're headed, dude. Oh, yeah. This is where you're headed. Yeah, these kids did okay. They're going to be fine. They look good. Florida was fun, though, dude. Great time. Great shows. Outdoor shows. Amphitheater. Oh, yeah? And then coming off the arena stuff, it's like, oh, well, how's this going to be? This is going to be, but dude insane 
the first night it was pouring out. Okay. And um, still did the show. It was a rain or shine. That's awesome. People were getting wet. A lot. Most people were undercover though. Okay. But you know, there's it was like four thousand people each night. Holy we shit. just did Thursday, Friday. And then yeah. Was, so it was nice. I was back Saturday. Uh, good time down there. Great people. Very nice venue. St. Augustine Amphitheater. That's awesome. It was cool. Like a little um, Coachella out there, people on the lawn. Yeah, it was. It had that feel. That's awesome. And now we're uh, taking a little break. Oh, yeah? A little how spring break. break. Um, how long is the break? Well, in a couple of weeks, we're doing the Midwest. We're doing Des Moines, Davenport, and Green Bay. I love how about it. about that? I love it. That felt, feels like your past weekend. The heart of America. Yeah, it's going to be great crowds. I can't wait for those shows, actually, because that's awesome. You know those crowds will be fun. ton of brims um, out in those markets. So, yeah, a little bit of a break. And then, uh, dude, next week, I'm announcing my own tour. What? That's going to be, uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of dates, dude. I'm very Taking excited. shape. I'm very excited. Through October. Yeah? I mean, I got a lot of stuff, a lot of dates that I'm going to drop a couple weeks, maybe like I think April 8th or 9th, we're going to announce it. Okay. Get it out there. So it'll be fun. And um, I think that's about all we got, Jimmy. We got to get rolling. We got a meeting. Yeah. We're doing another pot, guys. All over the place is exactly that. And we're on our way to Maris. We're doing something with my high school, a little one-off. For Champagne Day, I'm going to introduce the Maris community to Jim Flanning. And they already know you, buddy. I'm excited to learn a little bit more about Champagne Day. It'll be uh, it'll be a good time. We might even take a little piece and drop it here for the brims. I love it. In the meantime, uh, I got some banter on the the bonus episode. Oh, yeah? I hope people enjoyed that. I'd love to hear some feedback on our bonus episode with Steve Wojcicki. If you want yeah. to send us a note, some banter, I got some uh, message from some people that remember the Sports Illustrated cover. That was, uh, Katie pointed out, that was my 17th birthday. Oh, yeah, that's right. What different lives we were leading at that Talk point. about Brimley effect. I was working at McDonald's and Stratford Square Mall. That came out on your birthday. How you old? Were, I was 17. Oh, man, and if you know what I mean. You were singing the driver's license song. You had just gotten your license. I was. And you were singing. It was a little Olivia Rodriguez. Is Rodrigo. that not right? Olivia Rodrigo. You got to drop that Ooh, last syllable. That's a tough syllable. one. Like, pretend it's a Grammy. Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> pretend it's a Grammy. So, well yeah, done. we have a uh, lot going on. You got anything you want to plug um, in terms of upcoming shows? Jim? Uh, I will be headlining Zanies in Chicago on April 29th. If you don't quit. If I don't quit before. <laughs> what does that even mean? This is the thing I quit This for. is what happens when you quit. This you is become, why I quit. This is what I tell my kids. Once you start quitting? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So I hope, you, I hope you're going to be here next week for the podcast. Uh, we'll man. see what happens. I'm ready to quit right now. Where are you going to be? I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to be headlining Zanies in Chicago April 29th. Uh, very excited for that. Just a little one-off. So, Brims, come on out. We'll get all the ticket information on that shortly. But I'd love to see some people out there. Beautiful. And, uh, yeah, I got some stuff coming up with Sebastian. And then, like I said, going to be dropping some dates. Next week. Love to interact with you guys online. And uh, another podcast coming out next week, Jim. You got it. We look forward to hearing from everybody. Brims, thank you for everything, all the love, all the banter, all the showing up. Can't wait to see you guys again soon. And we will be posting Jim's open letter to the industry. <laughs> Not true. About why he's leaving. Thank you for everything. Bye, everyone. <laughs>